Hello and welcome to a special episode of Filter Watch. I'm here in Toronto for Citizen Lab Summer Institute. A very special guest, I'm here with a Director of Citizen Lab, Ron Diebert. He's also a Professor of Political Science at the University of Toronto. Ron, welcome to Filter Watch. Thank you for having me. Okay, so for those who aren't familiar, could you just tell us a little bit about um, what Citizen Lab is, the kind of work that you do, how it got started? So the Citizen Lab is a research uh, unit here at the University of Toronto, which I founded in 2001. Uh, we are an interdisciplinary research laboratory, meaning that we combine uh, techniques and methods from many different disciplines, primarily computer science, engineering, but also social sciences, law, uh, area studies and field research. Uh, we focus our research generally on questions around uh, the security of cyberspace, but from a human rights perspective. Uh, so we don't look at any problem across the whole spectrum in what people usually call cybersecurity. We focus our efforts on problems that arise out of human rights concerns. So we document patterns around internet censorship. We look at targeted digital attacks affecting civil society. Uh, we look very closely at mobile applications to see whether there are privacy or security issues that affect users. Um, we've been doing this for a long time now. We're part of a community of researchers that are looking at these issues and um, we're hoping to um, continue to do this research, uh, building out this community here at the Citizen Lab Summer Institute. Um, so if you could give us a quick sort of summary of some of the most interesting things you've seen recently, maybe if we start with censorship, um, that's one of the things you mentioned you work on. Are there any sort of trends that you're looking at or, or things that have surprised you that have been interesting? So we've been trying to analyze and document internet censorship patterns for a long time in this area. And when we started out, um, national level internet filtering was what we were interested in, trying to get a sense of what content countries block. And at that time, we were trying to make comparisons on a country by country level, doing it very widely. I think at one point we were testing for internet censorship more than 79 countries on an annual basis. These days we're finding that the more interesting questions uh, around censorship have to do with what we consider second and third generation controls. So uh, for example, the ways in which uh, content is filtered by applications or service providers following local laws. Um, maybe there are um, employees with inside companies that are monitoring chats or forums and removing content. Or maybe this is done by the developers of the applications themselves silently so users don't even know what's happening. Um, so the, generally the Censorship is getting much more fine-grained and targeted and discriminatory. It's not something that happens in such a transparent way that's easy for users to get around as it used to be, maybe even as recently as five years ago. Okay, so it makes that work maybe a bit more difficult. Um, finally, if I could just ask you, um, what are the biggest challenges you face in doing this type of work? And, and, and looking forward, what are the, the biggest obstacles you have to overcome in working on things like censorship, targeted attacks, privacy? Well, I think that uh, the primary challenges for us here at the Citizen Lab relate to uh, maintaining a core group of dedicated staff, 
Um, we have, of course, no ability to compete with the private sector in terms of salary. And we have some very talented people who come through the Citizen Lab. Um, it's fine if they go off into the private sector for another career, but of course that means that we're not able to uh, retain people for a long period of time. So uh, honestly, it's a very practical challenge for me as the director to, to keep this team together and um, to um, continue to build out a community of researchers who are doing this is actually the solution. That's why we're doing the Citizen Lab Summer Institute to broaden our the community of people with whom we work and ensure that there is a constant flow through of uh, fellows, visiting fellows, and so on coming through the Citizen Lab. So it sounds like you're already finding a way to, to get around this problem, or at least to, to address it in some way. Um, we'll have to leave it there. Thanks so much for talking to me. Thanks for interviewing me.